Any successful retirement plan needs multiple income streams. There are plenty of strategies to achieve cash flow that, that you need in a successful retirement. And one strategy is to use an annuity. Well, we'll unpack annuities and we want to discuss what happens when you lose a spouse. Things change. Plus, we want to talk about our new segment and invite you to play Stump the Guru. And now, Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Welcome to the podcast Money Matters USA with Fred Sade, who is the founder and managing director of the firm of the same name, Money Matters USA, a fiduciary firm, Fred, a fiduciary, and also holds a PhD in economics from Duke University. So he brings a lot of knowledge to the retirement planning process for you and, and with you. Hey, uh, Fred, I wanted to mention before we get into one of our topics for today that you have a new feature on the show, and I like the sound of of it stump the guru sounds kind of like a game show uh, how, how does that yeah, work well, that, okay well that that's exactly uh the idea we want uh, if you connect with me on linkedin and uh, all you have to put in is a note that says i heard you on a podcast then ask me any question that you want answered and i will give you a free consultation Call. So uh, we're going to add this new segment to the podcast. Uh, and um, if you can stump me, uh, I will give you a free rapid relief call. And I'll help you solve any pressing problem that's really causing you distress and from which you need rapid relief. Now, everyone who provides a question is going to get a mystery gift. Uh, but of course, if you stump me, you'll get a bigger gift. Okay. So uh, that sounds can you good. Stump me. Uh, yeah, that's uh, and so you mentioned LinkedIn, but you, you can also access this on your website. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Go mm. go to moneymattersusa.net forward slash stump the guru. So if you click uh, podcast, you'll get right. a drop down and stump the guru option there. So it looks like then you can enter your you know your name and all that, but then you can also ask the question there. Um, all right, easy enough. Well, I'll look forward to that. We have a first question. This is a new feature, so I think you're you're sharing a question uh, that came to you has has already come to you from someone. That's correct. Okay, all right, good. That, look forward that is to it. Correct. <clears throat> That'll be in segment two of the podcast today. Well, as you mentioned, let's talk a little bit about annuities and why there's so much confusion about annuities. Some people think, oh, they're bad. Well, but but that's um that's broad brushing because there are Fred. You can break them down. Different types of annuities. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, the the usual. Uh, if we needed an umbrella. Uh, explanation, it would be called flooring. That it, flooring means that you are providing a guaranteed source of, of base income. Uh, 
And uh, annuities are a very, very valid way to be able to provide uh, that, that source of, of guaranteed income. Now, one of the criticism of, of fixed annuities is that, oh, they're loaded with fees. Well, that's basically taking the structure of a variable annuity, which, 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 which can be a very, very effective product, uh, and does have fees. But fixed annuities, generally speaking, do not have fees uh, whatsoever. If they do have fees, it's because you want either a, a, some sort of active uh, role uh, for the company uh, or the insurance company, or it may be an outsourced firm, the money management firm, uh, for, for them to actually manage something for you, or you are purchasing um, an income rider. And the income rider does have fees involved in it because uh, there are mortality considerations and the insurance company has to pay uh, for those mortality uh, costs that are inherent uh, when you create an income rider because it's possible once you turn the income rider on that you could, uh, depending on your longevity, uh, outlive the amount of money that's in your account, but because you've turned the income rider on, the rider will continue to pay even if you're at zero balance. So there is a charge uh, for that, and and that is uh, that that is reasonable. Now, um, uh, the the other thing uh, is uh, whether or not you want a level payment, a an increasing payment that increases for a certain number of years. Uh, at the, uh, let's say, the first uh, three, four, five, six years, usually that's, that's done to integrate with the Social Security uh, strategy or because you have some other asset that's going to come online uh, at a later point, or do you want an increasing uh, income payment uh, all, the, all the way? And, and that could be based either on an interest uh, factor or it could be based uh, on uh, the uh, performance of whatever indexes you you use, assuming that you're using index annuities. The other thing is there's been an enormous amount of uh, increase in purchases of multi-year guarantee annuities. And these are very effective uh, because they generally uh, perform uh, a certificate of deposit. And these have much higher uh, rates of, of interest uh, and the higher the higher rates of interest usually lock in and and don't allow for distributions. Slightly lower rates uh, allow for distributions, either the amount of interest that you want to withdraw, uh, or ten uh, percent uh, total. So uh, these are these are very very uh, effective, and these can go out for one, two, three, four. Five years, you could you can even go out uh, for ten years if if you want. But uh, depending on where you think interest rates are going, uh, a, a four or five year might make a, an awful lot of sense because if interest rates go down, then you've locked in the higher interest rate, and there's no guarantee if you go with the shorter duration that the higher interest rate is going to be uh, available. Now we use. Two programs we use a, we use uh, annuity rate watch, which uh, allows us to look at any uh, annuity for any purpose uh, in any state for any duration, any amount of money, and gives us uh, and gives us what uh, is available. 
Uh, and we also use a program called Annuities Genius, and that allows us to select whether it's an immediate annuity, whether it's a multi-year guarantee annuity. Do we want, um, <coughs> excuse me, an annuity for growth, income, <coughs> excuse me, or a combination of income and growth? And Annuities Genius does a, an outstanding job in, in figuring uh, that out. How does it so in the different types of annuities, do you steer clear of variables? Um, sometimes it really depends on on what the individual is is trying uh, to uh, to accomplish. Uh, if um, it also depends on how much risk already exists uh, in their investment accounts. So uh, we're, we're trying to limit drawdowns, and we want to get the drawdown into 4 or 5%. Maybe it's 10 or 11. You, know, you, know, you can't always be exact. But we want, we want the, uh, the losses to be contained, and we want to be able to recover relatively quickly. So if the individual is only interested in, in growth— and is not interested in, in income uh, or a death benefit, uh, then it, the, the argument in favor of the variable annuity isn't quite as, as strong as it, as it might otherwise uh, be, because if all of these riders have, um, you know, have expense charges to them, and you have to look uh, when you add up the expenses, what's the hurdle rate? that you have to get across. In other words, what does that person have to do, A, to break even, and B, uh, in order to show uh, a gain? Oftentimes, we're going to steer clear of the variable uh, annuity uh, unless the person wants no riders whatsoever and, and just wants, to, wants that wrapper uh, of being in, in the variable annuity. I... What we are seeing um, is, and it's not high at this point, but but some people are buying uh, what are called uh, Rylers, and, and the Rylers are a, a registered index annuity. And I, I don't want to get too deep in this conversation be, because you have to pick. Some you have you get two choices that you have to pick from, uh, and and that that's going to determine what your where you get capped out on losses or where you get capped out on uh, on on gains. And there are other uh, alternatives that we think make make more sense. So we, we like the fixed index uh, annuities. Some of them have performed very well. And uh, the way uh, earnings are uh, credited inside of the annuity uh, allows them to outperform the uh, index per se, uh, and uh, and some of them have, have performed uh, very very well. Now it's like everything else. You can buy a bad you can buy a bad car that's a lemon. You can buy a good car. You can if you if you buy annuities from from uh, quality companies, you're not likely to have any issue uh, with them. If you buy them with companies that are unrated uh, or companies that have low ratings, uh, then you know then then that's a buyer beware sort of thing because the annuities are backed 
by the claims paying ability and the financial strength uh, of the insurance company that issued that annuity uh, to you. And um, most states do have a guarantee fund. And uh, the a buyer of the annuity should investigate the state's guarantee fund uh, to see how much is, is, uh, is covered uh, in, in terms of the lump sum or the uh, income payout. The, the states do vary. Uh, and so what one state does, another state might not, uh, might not do. These are not FDIC-insured uh, uh, products, but I would point out that FDIC does, does have insurance in the, you know, in the name. So uh, insurance companies, I think, you know, particularly the good ones, uh, do, a, do a really uh, outstanding job to uh, treat people fairly and to protect their reputation and, and their ratings. Well, Fred, will definitely can go over annuities with you and what may be best for you if, if one is uh, in your best interest. He'll talk to you about that. Uh, by the way, to schedule with Fred, there are really two ways, 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. You can also visit the website we were talking about, moneymattersusa.net. And there's a place right there on the homepage where you can schedule with Fred. Um, and we're going to actually get to that stump the guru thing coming up in our second segment. But I wanted to, if we could take a moment in this first segment and talk about something that is uh, unfortunately inevitable, and that is the death of a spouse and how things can change. Uh, Fred, and, and I think um, maybe to start out with, how does it change your tax situation? Well, you get to file a joint return in, in the year of death. And then after that, you're, you're filing either as a single as a head of household. So all of, all of a sudden, your standard deduction just got cut uh, in, in half. And, and so now you have to look at uh, what, you know, what, are you, what are the tax implications uh, of that? And so it, it's important to do a mock-up and see uh, how, how your tax situation has, has been altered. Um, you're also going to lose uh, one half of the Social Security. You can keep the higher amount, but you're going to lose uh, one Social Security, so mm -hmm. you're going to take an income reduction. Uh, what happens on, uh, on annuity income? Uh, now, sp uh, surviving spouses uh, can um, usually step into the shoes uh, of the of the deceased um, spouse, but then um, they may, uh, you know, they they may be okay uh, in that respect. But on the other hand, if if uh, there's a pension involved, the uh, default option is joint and survivor at fifty percent. So you just took a fifty percent uh, income uh, drop uh, on on the pension. So uh, even with that, you still may wind up uh, in a situation where, uh, where your, your tax picture uh, has changed and it's changed uh, adversely. Uh, most people cannot get a standard deduction uh, when, when, they're, when they're joint filers. Uh, when you are a single filer now in, in the year following death, uh, then you know, that, that could alter uh, your uh, your your income uh, flow as well as the as as your taxes. Now um, this this now often puts the surviving spouse under a lot of pressure. 
because they need they need money, uh, and it's and maybe it's it's inadequate what they what they've got, and all of a sudden they're taking withdrawals from tax deferred accounts, so. Uh, oftentimes, they, they're not thinking about how do I minimize uh, taxation. They're, they're, what they're thinking about is I've got these bills to pay and I have to pay them. Where is the money going to uh, come from? Mm -hmm. And once, they, once you start really beating up those tax deferred accounts, uh, then that that becomes a, a real significant issue because now you're taking more money out, you're defunding, you're depleting the, the accounts, and you also are in a situation uh, where your taxes uh, are higher. And if you're in a state with, that has federal and state tax, uh, and you might even have local tax or a state that has taxes, or maybe you have some other assets uh, where, you, where you've got to pay capital gain at, at the federal, state, and local level. So, I mean, you, you can have a very uh, unpleasant uh, situation that you didn't plan for, and so advice is, is, uh, is usually uh, appropriate. Now, one of the things that, that we urge clients is before you become RMD eligible, that is the time to do heavy duty uh, planning. Because if you take if you take a distribution, say from an IRA pre RMD, you can roll that right into a Roth. If that's an RMD, you can't put it into a Roth. Mm -hmm. So I mean, you have you have opportunities to do tax planning, and I would say that the next three years. Uh, particularly 2023, 24, 25. I mean, because we don't know who's going to win the election in 2024, but the Trump tax cuts, the individual cuts sunset in 2025. They could sunset earlier, or maybe they don't. I mean, everything is going to depend on, on how the 2024 election right. uh, goes. So right now, we've got three years uh, to, to, make, to do planning, to, to do actions, uh, where taxes are lower than they are likely to be. I mean, all this conversation that we're hearing now, you know, is about raising taxes. Now, the uh, in, the Inflation Adjustment Act, excuse me, the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, and the Omnibus uh, Act uh, uh, attacked and and uh, and and uh, modified uh, business. Uh, deductions uh, for for research and development and expensing for equipment. Uh, the uh, but individual, uh, most of the individual uh, are are still intact. So th this three years has to be put uh, to uh, to to good use. And and if you don't want, you've got nobody but to blame but your but yourself. The future is not going to take care uh, of itself. You need to do it. I was going to ask you about RMDs also. Uh, so in the event of a spouse passing away, let's say they're old enough where they were taking RMDs and the surviving spouse was younger, not even at RMD age. How does that work? Do they still have to continue to take those or? Yeah. If, if the deceased spouse was, was, um, taking RMDs, the surviving spouse is required to take RMDs. All right. They'd have to on those yeah, accounts. This, that, well, that, that's right. Uh, you, um, the only one, the, uh, now, 
that's the general rule. The specific rule is that uh, the only one who gets a free pass is the spouse. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the spouse can step into the shoes of the deceased. Like the and, stretch and, IRA. Yeah. And, and ju- yeah, they... They still they, have that ability. Right? Yes, for, for, for surviving spouses. <laughs> uh-huh. They, they, they just continue uh, as, as before. Okay. The, um, that's the only concession that was made uh, consistently is, is for surviving Mm-hmm. Is for surviving spouses, but yeah. nobody else uh, gets gets any any relief. Kind of look at that as you know the the one uh, still the same individual in many ways, uh, but as you mentioned too, though not in the terms of taxes. Once one uh, spouse dies, and they look at you as uh, you're single again. I mean, you're you're yeah. filing an, as an individual. Um, you know, I, I always think of when Fred. Uh, my simplistic view of it is that when you work with couples, you you have the plan of the now, but you have the go to plan of the later uh, when that happens. Yeah, um, uh, essentially. We start, we start out with three plans. The plan A, everything goes exactly the way we put it down on paper. Everything goes right. There's no, nothing happens that throws us off, off uh, our, our pace. And then we have plan B, which is most stuff goes go right, goes right. We have a little, you know, hiccup here and there, but not the end of the world. We can compensate for it. And then we have Plan C, where nothing goes right. In other words, it's a very short runway. So, mm-hmm. in other words, if the plane needs, you know, two thousand yards to take off, uh, now we only have a thousand yards. Plane can't take off uh, fully loaded anymore. Maybe can't take off at all. So we've got a short runway, and we we have to we have to plan for the worst case scenario. So we have three plans, mm-hmm. and we keep on looking. Uh, at them for the then for the surviving spouse we then look at which plan did we have a b or c and now what are what are the alternatives that we will have for that surviving spouse if we can possibly have one untouched asset is that that the surviving spouse can add to Social Security and maybe that 50% pension if they were lucky enough to have it, Mm -hmm. uh, that would be wonderful. Even if they don't have the pension, they've got one asset that can be tapped to supplement the reduced Social Security uh, income. And we don't often, sometimes we know what that asset's going to be. Sometimes we do not know uh, what that asset is going to be. So it, it might be home equity. Uh, for example, we might have to hold that in in reserve. We don't want that tapped because that may be the fallback uh, asset, or maybe it's a particular uh, investment. Maybe it's a particular uh, annuity. Maybe it's uh, you know a, a brokerage, some aspect of a brokerage account, or, or the entire brokerage account that we're going to tap. But it is some asset that we can bring online. Uh, and uh, and and supplement uh, social security. We um, we we really urge people take advantage of the opportunities. Uh, it's, we're starting at age fifty. 
to to start to to move toward that transitional point. And I, and I realize that in today's world, you may have kids that are in college, and you say, "Oh, what am I going to do?" Well, we 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 can help you with with that, uh, you know, as well. We we work with a uh, firm that does nothing but college planning, and and they. And the way they do it is very different. They're not trying to maximize the amount of uh, debt that you're going to wind up with. They, they do a very good job of planning. They have um, uh, agreements with different schools on, uh, on the cost of uh, tuition. They have prepaid uh, programs. They have a lot going on, and, and they can really advise. That's all that they, that they do. So we outsource uh, to them, and, uh, and they can do a terrific uh, job uh, for you. So that uh, is important because it, it doesn't uh, throw you off your game uh, for, for three, four, five, uh, six years of, of saving toward, uh, you know, retirement, because th- these, these are the times where, where you really need to take advantage of, of what opportunities we, we have. Once, once these three years go by, you know, it, it may it may get um, it may not be ha- it may not be happy time, uh, and uh, we still have to deal with uh, a faltering uh, economy, and um, a, a possible recession, infla- uh, inflation, which is moderated a bit, but but is still significant, uh, and we are dealing with the, with the Federal Reserve that is struggling uh, to contain in- inflation. Uh, and trying to avoid a very serious uh, recession and, and all that would be needed to climb out of a recession. Uh, unfavorable, you know, uh, geopolitical situation for us. And um, I get a lot of questions, by the way, about uh, why gold has suddenly uh, become very, very uh, hot. And, and we've done some briefings uh, for clients to explain the three, the three factors that are, are driving the, the value of gold uh, up right now. And w- one of them, it's not the only one of them, is the uh, heavy buying by central banks uh, in anticipation that, uh, that there could be uh, a, a severe uh, recession, and they don't want uh, this to be based just on fiat money, so so we, we have a lot of gold buying, so that uh, currency is being backed now uh, by gold uh, and, and not just by uh, the uh, gross gross domestic product. Well, so this this is going on worldwide. Well, to schedule with Fred, 800-593-8188 or his website, moneymattersusa.net. And coming up, we'll play Stump the Guru. <laughs> Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principle, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. 
back with Money Matters USA and Fred Sade, founder and managing director of the firm MoneyMattersUSA.net. As we say, and you just heard, uh, we can, uh, you can schedule with Fred no matter where you are listening to the podcast, 800-593-8188. So glad you found the podcast and also MoneyMattersUSA.net. Uh, you can schedule with Fred there. You can do a lot of things there. You can check out the red light on the dashboard program. Um, that's got the links you up with the podcast. You can share that with friends and you can play stump the guru. And there are some benefits to doing that. If you go to moneymattersusa.net, click podcast, and then you have the option to click stump the guru. And that is where you can ask your question. Fred, as he said, uh, just by submitting, you get a, a gift and by having Fred answer it on feature it on the podcast, you you get a bigger gift. And you talked about earlier the ability to to bring your challenge to Fred if your question is selected and, and actually have him at no cost, no obligation, work with you on, on whatever challenge you're facing. And, 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 of course, Fred's area of expertise is retirement planning. So, Fred, we're launching this, and this is really cool. And, again, I, I do advise you, you can actually connect with Fred on LinkedIn, too, or at moneymattersusa.net. Click podcast, click stump the guru. But since this is new, we're actually opening with a question you've already received. We have a, uh, a question from a CPA who is in your referral network. He called with a question about RMDs and inherited IRAs and in inherited individual Roth. So here's the question, Fred. Uh, he said, uh, well, a client of the CPA died at, at age 74, and he was taking RMDs at the time of his death. His son is the sole designated beneficiary. The son is 50. The wife predeceased the father who died and left his IRA and individual Roth to his son. What the accountant wanted to know was, could the son move the assets into his own IRA and then take distributions based on his own longer life, uh, ex longer life expectancy, which means smaller payments and longer time for the assets to grow? Uh, so there's the question, Fred. You, you kind of touched on this uh, earlier. Yep. yep. Well, only a spouse can roll the, over the assets into their own IRA. Now, the son obviously is, is not the spouse, um, and, and so uh, he is an eligible designated beneficiary. It's the IRS's term. I didn't invent that. He is required to take RMDs out for the next nine years, and then in the 10th year, he has to empty out the assets uh, in the account. In other words, um, he is subject to the IRS's uh, complicated interpretation of the 10-year rule, and he has to follow the RMD schedule, which applied to his deceased father's projected remaining life expectancy. Now, I know that's very confusing because his father is dead, but mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if he's deceased. He's still, based on the IRS table, what, he had projected life expectancy. <laughs> Yeah. This, is, this is where the dead comes back to life. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now, um, on the individual Roth, we have the, it's the same uh, fact pattern that the father dies at 74, the wife predeceased, and the son is 50. So the son is an eligible designated uh, beneficiary. Does he have to take the... Um, uh, RMDs from the Roth. Well, uh, now the answer is no, because Roths do not have uh, RMDs. 
So uh, everybody who dies, regardless uh, of their age, is considered to be um, uh, not required to take uh, uh, an, an RMD. But so there is one, only one mandatory RMD in year 10. And at that point, the account has to be uh, emptied out. That gives you nine years to grow the, the account. And I think that's a huge plus uh, for the Roth um, a, a non-designated beneficiary uh, is an estate, a charity, and trusts, and they have to follow the five-year rule. Now, sometimes I get calls, uh, not not this, not from this CPA, but I get calls from other mm-hmm. CPAs and, and even uh, clients who say, "I just inherited from you know uh, um, whatever you know from a trust. Um, don't I have ten years? No, the answer is no. You got five. You have five years to empty it out. And of course, they usually go in. They usually go into a, you know, a funk. Uh, you know that that rain cloud is now following them over right. the, uh, for the for the day. So um, look, connect with me uh, on uh, moneymattersusa.net. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Send your questions. Yeah. See if you can. Play, play, stump the guru. See, yeah. you stump me. I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, you didn't. Uh, you said, uh, I mean, just for submitting, you got something. But yeah. I'm assuming the big gift is if you answer the question, then you were willing to try to meet one of their challenges that they face. Yes. Uh, ab- absolutely. I, I will give you a, a relief call. Uh, you can ask me uh, your question. I will try to solve, do my best to solve a pressing uh, issue that's distressing you, and uh, you need rapid relief from that particular problem. I'll do my very best uh, to give you that uh, that relief. Besides, we'd like to hear from you anyway, a little feedback on the uh, podcast. And please know that we will not say your name, okay? We're not going to identify you when Fred answers your question. Now, if you right. want us to shout out your town, fine, or state or whatever, we yep. can do that, but uh, we're not going to say your name. So it's moneymattersusa.net and click, um, and we have a link to this anywhere on the landing page, I guess you call it for the podcast, but moneymattersusa.net and click the podcast tab. And then you have a drop down on that. It, it's really easy to get to stump the guru. And once you get there, it's really easy to submit your question. So we certainly hope you do that moneymattersusa.net. And by the way, as I mentioned earlier, uh, when you go to that website right there on the homepage, that's an easy way also to schedule a consultation with Fred because it pulls up a calendar. So um, you can just schedule a good good time and day for you. And of course, 800-593-8188. Fred, a pleasure as always. Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed uh, doing this, and when this isn't fun anymore, we'll stop doing it. No, but it's right never going to happen. It's still happen. a lot of fun. Well, that's never going to happen. And you, you have a, uh, you take a fresh approach every week on the podcast. And of course, the majority of it is related to retirement planning because that is your uh, area of expertise, uh, and also what a what a good one to be in to help people because I think the numbers are still the same to the tune of about ten thousand a day people are retiring. Yeah. Uh, And and, and I don't know the percentages on uh, what percentage of those 10,000 a day actually have a retirement plan put together, but it is critical. Uh, It's it's the uh, studies that have come out uh, in the last four months show that it's it's, uh, less than 30 percent. Wow. See that I mean, it's just and, and, you know, I, I understand this. A lot of people think, well, look, I. 
You know, I, I, I contributed to my 401k the entire time I worked, but that's not yet a plan. What are you going to do no. with it now? Uh, it's stu- no, it's, it's, not. it's not. It's stuff. Yeah, right. It's stuff. It's puzzle pieces. Fred can put the yeah. puzzle together. Well, yeah. I hope, as we mentioned, thank you. We're so glad you found us on the podcast. Love any kind of feedback. Stump the guru, moneymattersusa.net to do all that. And hopefully stay with us on the podcast, Money Matters USA. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.